What you're about to listen to is part of the Podgods Network. If you go to podgodsnetwork.com, you'll find other great shows there too. Have a nice day. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. prettiest host, Renata, and my co-host who needs to shave here is his ungodly, really grizzly <laughs> Adam's beard. Quiet, you. <laughs> hey, everybody, and it's Sanch. Welcome back to another episode of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. Uh, this is what? what ep- is this 20? Are we on 20? Yeah, yeah. we are. We're Wow, we're 20 it's years old. Age. It's I'm. It's the my podcast year. Age? I don't know. We'll try to fit in my birthday. Something about me because I'm very confident, self centered. <laughs> yeah, all right. So this <laughs> is, really, this is really. the Renata episode. <laughs> It'll take a while until we get to my episode, until we hit episode 32. Haha, <laughs> old head. Nah, whatever. Yeah, at least I was born in the 80s. <laughs> you know what? For a 20 year old who knows so much about the 80s, it's pretty impressive. You got to give me that. No, I, I I know that's that's true, for the exception of uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey was not an '80s movie. <laughs> I will always consider that '80s. Now, listen, I I re- listen. I know yeah. Bill and Ted Two is made in the '90s, but I just consider it '80s. Okay. It's just, it started off. Yeah, it, it, that's that's fine. I mean, in a in a weird way, it's okay. Slightly, not honestly, it's not. But technically, I guess you know what. We can, all right. Because it's set you know, in the eighties. It's like the, wait, the you're, style. That's what I was. Uh, that was about. I was about to say that because when the hell does that movie take place? Because look, for instance, the movie that we're doing today, Donnie Darko, was released in the two thousands, early two thousands. Two thousand and one. But it, it takes place, you know, in what eighty? Actually, it 88. says eighty eight on the, yeah. yeah. It says eighty eight because I, I read somewhere it said eighty nine. Like it was an eighty nine in the flat on the movie. But anyways. So that's why, you know, I, I thought, ah, we're going to do Donnie and Darko just for the hell of it. Um, but, um, yeah, with, with Bill and Ted's, they, if the first one takes place in what, is it 86 or 87? What year it does... takes place in 87, but if you figure, they just graduated, and then the next year they're in college. So it's just a year later, so it's 88. Yeah, either 88 or 89 if they took a little bit of a gap. So you're right. So then that movie... We could do because it takes place in the 80s, even though it was released in the 90s. Ha! I never thought of that. All right. Now, See, like, Renata gets it again. What, what are we going to do here, people? You know, we need a new coast here. Um, excuse me. The next person in line. Um, coast? Off. <laughs> the hell's a coast? Coast. <laughs> Did I say coast? Yeah, you said we, everybody, we need a new coast. It was a line. Coast. Uh, the South Philadelphia accent, rushing words. Coast. Yeah. Coast. So, so real quick, before we get into the shout-outs, how, how'd the uh, Phillies do during uh, this season, hockey season? 
the Speeding Flyers. Flyers. Yeah, the That's Flyers. You know much about hockey. All right. I don't know much. Well, all, all I know is that... Let's uh, get this on the table. Half of your team is ex-Flyers players. So let's just, like, shut your little selves, like, off your little high horse. First of all, <laughs> in California, not even, like, it gets cold there for it to be considered a hockey, you know, town. Or it doesn't hockey. even matter. They play inside an arena. But, like, it doesn't matter. Like, you literally have to feel the cold to embrace the sport. It's you cold. can never it's cold do that. in there. You know, just stick to friggin' like baseball or like baseball. Yeah, we you don't. Can even, you can even do like football because football takes place in a winter time. And a winter time. The winter time. <laughs> we can't even enjoy football because we don't even have a football team. Well, all right, California. Based on your your understanding of the the whole area, California has football teams, but Los Angeles. We don't have a football team. We used to. We had the Raiders. They left us. We had the Rams. They left us. So we don't have a team right now currently. All we got is the stinking Dodgers. Yeah, we got Dodgers. We got the Angels. The we got, Dodgers. We got the Ducks. <laughs> and we got the and the, we got the Stanley Cup uh, team winners of the Kings, Los can Angeles I just, Kings. Can I just say something? If this was Philadelphia and we won the... The Stanley Cup. That is Philadelphia, right? Are you in Philadelphia? Yes, I'm just saying, like, if we won. But you just said, if this is Philadelphia. I mean, if this, if, if this, <laughs> I'm like, where if, do you if, live? No, Florida? no, I mean, like, well, strike that, reverse it. Okay. If no, happens, no, that doesn't make sense, because strike that, reverse it means, because he says we have so much time and so little to see, and then he goes, strike that, reverse it, so he's reversing the words because then it's, no, we have such little time with so much to see. So you just said, you know, uh, if this was Philadelphia and then you say strike down, reverse it, it's just like, if this is not Philadelphia? You, you know, you have to be so technical. You can't just <laughs> let me go on a ramp. Anyway, getting back to what I was about to say. <clears throat> let me get myself straight forward. If Philadelphia won the Stanley Cup, there would be tons of people. The streets would be flooded. Everyone would be going nuts. Street poles, light poles would be on the floor. Street poles? Street posts. Like, honestly, it's it's insane. There'd be cars, like, beeping the horns. People out at 12 o'clock at night. Like, I literally heard your podcast last night. And you guys are like, oh, yeah, like, we, we won the Stanley Cup again. Not a big deal. Yeah. You know what? Y'all can just go. <laughs> Not a big deal. Well, for like. me, it was just like, it was more for my little brother, Carlos. He's the, he was the Kings fan. He was the one that was all into it. Um seem hype over it. Well, listen to my little brother when he talks. Isn't he always just like, uh, <laughs> during no, the show? No, when he's interested in something, he gets hype. Yeah, I guess so. I want, listen, I've seen Brothers Bear way too many times to know about you, Sweaty, and your brother, so. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, all right, well, we, let's just get right into the episode. We had a little talk about basketball <laughs> and whatnot, so. Uh, the sports podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's the new the sports cast with Renata and Sanch. Did it, did it, did it, did it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all right, today's game, we had uh, Brazil versus Mexico earlier today. They had a great contest. <laughs> <What? laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards, we had uh, the the... The, the, I don't know. 
so dude we had like a pass and it was like unbelievable you know stay tuned for the next half an hour where we talk about baseball <laughs> yeah we have baseball then, then we got some football right after this all right whammy <laughs> <laughs> all right cool no but seriously i think it's that time when we get into some shout outs fans yay shout outs okay so my first shout out goes to mr michael maxwell for being on our last episode he is from the jack of all nerds podcast what a great show i laugh every time i listen to that show they have so many great things to talk about if you haven't heard of the show please check them out you can find them on twitter at jack of all nerds uh instagram at jack of all nerds um and i guess they have a website uh, jackvillenerds.com I'm just guessing this. Michael, you can correct me if I mess up. But just search them, and they're a great podcast. And we talked about Clue uh, last week, and it was fun. And it was probably his favorite all-time 80s and favorite movie of all time. It was great. It wasn't probably. It is. Probably, yeah. Because you said probably. Probably. I say probably a lot for a lot of things. But it was definitely, most definitely. You probably do. Eh? 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 (laughs) It was stop correcting me. You're making me look horrible. Okay. How? No one could see you. Maybe sound horrible, but not look. Eh? Eh? <laughs> you know what? I give up. Who cares about podcasting anymore, ladies and gentlemen? I'm out. Okay. All right. This is. All right, the, but... I'm looking for a new coast. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, that was good times. All right. Uh, any anywho. But yes, thank you, Michael, for being on the show. You were great. Well, we want to have you back most definitely uh, for an awesome 80s movie. I mean, I really don't want to say it, but, like, it's a classic 80s movie, just so you guys can guess. I don't know. So the next um, shout-out that I'm going to give out is to um, another podcast that we found out called Hydrate Level 4. Yes. And we become very, very, well, they became fond of us. They listened to our show and they were like, oh, my God, you guys sound just like us with our show. And I I think one of the guys' name is Pete, and he's been, like, um, tweeting us back and forth about some things. And I give a shout-out to them and to you, and hopefully we could do a show together, you know, an episode. Um, So looking forward to that. And is there any more shout-outs for me? No. Um, I think that's it for me. And um, Oh, wait, just really quick. Uh, one uh, last shout-out goes to a future uh, pod podcast that we're going to have in the future. Um, next week, we're going to have the Three Tard Podcast come on. So we're really looking forward, um, you guys, to coming on. Also, the Pod About Nothing and um, also um, Adam Barker, who is the creator and um, has Barker Podcast, the Pod Gods Network. The Pod Gods Network is what we are on, has a bunch of other great podcasts for you to listen to. Please check it out at www.podgodsnetwork.com. Um, and yeah, and that's Mar- where we're at. We're on that yes, network. So we're at. And the Martha and Eric Podcast, another great podcast that we listen to, and they listen to us. Two guys... Um, that talk about pretty much anything, sit with a beer in their hands and just talk about life itself. Um, we're going to have them on the show. And 
um, did I forget about it? Oh, and um, uh, A Man and His Pod, uh, which is Andrew Bird. Uh, he will probably be on as well. I'm saying a lot of names here, but they are mostly going to be all yeah. the podcasts. Really quickly, and- I, I mean, because I was trying to find the tweets you were talking about. So yeah. I didn't catch the first part. Did you Did you give a shout out to uh, uh, Three Tard? Yes, I did. Okay, cool. Three Three Tard's gonna be on the show. Yeah, that's what I said. Like for next well, week. Well, not 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 that the whole show's gonna be on, but we're gonna have individuals of the show because it's three guys. But we're actually gonna have two of them on the show individually because they wanted to. They felt like they were gonna talk over each other, so we're gonna do individuals. So you're gonna actually get two thirds of Three Tards. In separate episodes. So you'll get one Tard and then another Tard. <laughs> but one of the Tards doesn't... They said he doesn't watch movies, so... I, I don't know. Is it okay tards. if I say Tards? Can I call them Tards? Yeah, I feel bad saying Tards, too. Like it's Yeah, like, I'm not... I, I'm just... It's, it's because, like, <laughs> you know... Like, no offense to, like, people out there, but I'm like, okay, this Tard... Like, I think I'm just going to call them that during the episode. So Tard, um... Yeah. I mean, because, like, for instance, like, when I talk about my show, I say, yeah, you know, we, we label us as, oh, the Brothers Bear. So when we're talking about ourselves, we just say, like, Brothers Bear, one of the Brothers Bear, one of the Brothers Bear. So it's kind of like with us, it's like, oh, one of the 88s, one of the 88s. So with them... We just call ourselves Santa Renata. I don't know. When people talk... We never call ourselves 88. I didn't say us, nerd. I'm just saying when I see that. I'm talking about Brothers Bear. 88 and 88, like... Yeah. I don't know. Crazy 88s. All right. Well, there you go. So that's a lot of (laughs) podcast love. Those are our friends in the podcast world. And we're going to start featuring a lot more people. This is one episode that's just going to be us. But next week's episode, we're going to have... Uh, special guest on, like Renata said, but today's episode is going to be us. Woo! Woo! Boring. All right. So, yeah. So, and then my shout-outs, I mean, they were going to be all the same, but I figured, let Renata talk, you know, to have her say all the Oh, I'm sorry. Did I step over you? No, no, no. Because I knew... like, my segment, okay? Yeah, I knew you were going to say all this nonsense. Like, you know, you being like, I'm not a bad bad. No, just kidding. Um, I knew you were going to say all these shout-outs, so I figured let you do the (laughs) shout-outs. So, yeah, so I was like, all right. I'm like, because I already knew our shout-outs were going to be exactly the same. All right, but anyways. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, so we got a special episode, but, you know, we we like to talk. But there was something that, that um, it's a good look back um, to a previous episode of ours. So it's kind of like, if this is your first time jumping in, it'll give you, like, a, a little, like, oh, they did that movie? You know, because every episode... For the exception of one episode, or no, you know what? Two episodes, right? Because our very first episode, we didn't do a movie, right? That was just us talking 80s, right? Did we do a movie no, wait, for the... No, we did. We did uh, Breakfast Club Part 1. On the first episode? Mm-hmm. <laughs> did we? Uh, I don't know. Oh my god, are we, we're that retarded. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I can't use that word. That's that's um, very incorrect of me. I apologize. Um, we're just we're just stupid. We we don't know what we did our first episode. But yeah, well, I'm I'm about right to look right now. I mean, I kind of feel like a moron for this, but let's see. Uh, episode one, I titled it um, Hill Valley, 1985. <laughs> let's see. Uh, Sans doesn't know the Brat Pack. We hate Scarface. Renata shares 80s fashion that makes a comeback. We talk Renata and sequels. Renata and the Santa Claus. Bill Murray really 
fall or was it scripted as uh, a number one song and movie today in 1985 and much much more doesn't really say oh yeah 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 okay so part episode one was the first half of the breakfast club because part two is when we start talking about the breakfast club but and we're not as good again excuse okay so yeah so only one episode Episode 4 is the only non-movie episode, and that's the one that features Renata. But anyways, if this is your first time listening, we... Episode 4 features my parents. It doesn't feature Renata because I'm in every episode, but it features Renata's parents. Yeah, isn't that what I just said? Or no? You said features Renata. Uh, <laughs> I, I honestly <laughs> thought I said features... <laughs> I thought I said features... Well, you know what? When I edit this, I, well, I don't really edit. All I do is add music, but... Um, just, well, don't fix your problems. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I'm like when I when I said I'm like when I edit this because in reality I don't edit our show. I I don't even edit Brothers Bear. Like all I do is go in there and add music, and that's it. Like when we do and time for the shoutouts. I just clip that silence and I put the little shoutout song. Like I don't edit. Like I hate taking out stuff. I'm like screw it. Like just let it flow all the way through. And some other podcasts you'll hear that you'll hear people edit out stuff because they have like you know, quiet time or whatever, or, like, dead air, basically. Um, I don't. I'm like, hell, we could... I'm like, just keep it rolling. But anyways, yeah. okay. This is your first time listening to our show. Uh, yay, grazie. All right. You know, contact Renata. She'll send you 50 bucks. And um, okay. <laughs> and we, we talk about, you know, anything 80s that we want to bring up, and a lot of it's movies. And we focus mainly on one movie for the second half of the time. So today... I just want to bring up something, so if you haven't, episode 16, go and listen to our episode of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It was actually a tribute episode to Bob Hoskins because he had recently passed away when we recorded that episode. But I wanted to bring up something that, um, it's, uh, kind of weird because, okay, do you remember the scene in the Ink and Pink Club when, when he's, he, Eddie Valiant's there and... And he's like watching. He's watching Donald Duck and Daffy Duck. They're doing their dueling pianos, dun 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 dun, dun you know, and all that. Then once they leave, remember he runs off and he's all screaming. And then that's when like he's um he's there with Marvin Acme. And then that's when you hear cigars, cigarettes, Eddie Valiant. And he's like, what, Betty? You know, <laughs> he's like, what are you doing here? He's like, works been slow cartoons went to color but i still got it eddie and he's like yeah you still got it okay what did she say right there she said work's been kind of slow since cartoons went to color so i'm i this is the part that confuses me right here because this is something i've never heard anybody talk about but it's really like something you gotta ponder because betty boop she 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 was she when she came out is when cartoons were before color right and at that point the cartoons are in color so you see you see at one point Roger Rabbit he's watching Goofy a Goofy cartoon he's in color you know all the cartoons are in color but Betty Boop she's in black and white so she's not getting any work so she has to be a freaking waitress at the club you know so when she first existed she was in black and white so that's telling me that once cartoons went to color. She didn't change into color. She stayed black and white. So any cartoons that came out in black and white, that means they didn't transition into color. That means a new character was created. I don't know how car- how cartoons are created in that world. They never explain how they're created, but it's like they're almost real people. So does that mean... It's trying to say, like, 
if you look at it in a reality sense, Betty Boop is considered an older woman. Like she's yeah, born no, out. I, I I get that. I get yeah, that. So like does that's that why they're mean... not gonna like because when you see when you see color, it means new, it means young. So they're not gonna make Betty Boop young. You no, know no, no. I, mean? I, I understand that. I totally get what they're trying to pull on that scene. But here's <laughs> the thing. What what I don't understand is that you see Mickey Mouse, right? In the movie. You see Mickey Mouse. He's all in color. Okay? But if they if, if cartoons can't transition into color, they don't change into color. So does that mean there's two Mickey Mouses in that world? There's one Mickey Mouse that's from Steamboat Willie era? Of course. So then that means there's two Mickey Mouses. There's one who's getting all the work, who's the young Mickey Mouse who because he's in color. And there's another one who's probably hanging in a closet somewhere because he's not getting any color. I mean, any work because he's well, black and white. Well, if you think about it, like... Let's let, let's take this into a different setting. Video games, uh, Kingdom Hearts, uh, two perhaps when they go to the Timeless River, and you know even though Mickey is like, I mean I don't know if anyone knows Kingdom Hearts really good, but I mean it's based on uh, saving like all the the Disney worlds and kingdoms with this uh, Keyblade. But and then Mickey himself, like you know like he's like hiding around, like he's not really around. But if you go back to Timeless River, it's set in black and white, yeah. and there's only one Mickey Mouse. I mean, and there's the Mickey Mouse there, but it's not the Miss the Majesty that they call him because they call Mickey Mouse Your Majesty because he's the king of like Disney and everything like that. But M- M- Mickey's there, so it has to be two Mickeys. You yeah. Know what I mean? So then there you go. So then that means that. Right, that currently and in there's, that there's two Pete's. Yeah, like, there's there's two there's two everything. There's two Minnie Mouse's. Any cartoon that was released in black and white, that means they're all there. They all exist, mm-hmm. and that must be very depressing. Imagine you are like, all right, Steamboat Willie. You know that was really what just boom brought Disney into the world. Like, wow, look at check out this cartoon. You know, it's like first there was like what Oswald the Rabbit, and then boom came Mickey Mouse. Right. So yeah. you have Mickey Mouse, and he's in black and white. So he's like the shit at that point, you know. He's like, it, it's almost if you think about it, it's almost like these silent film stars, you know, like Buster Ke- Keaton, Chaplin, you know, yeah. Harold Lloyd. You got all these guys, right? And they're like, yeah, dude, we're doing silent film, and out of nowhere, color represents sound. Sound comes in. So what happens? All these all these silent film stars don't really transition well. I know. But it's still legends. Like, if you think about it, like, we still still talk about these people. They're still getting recognized. Yeah, but it didn't matter because the only one who kind of did transition over but still didn't have, like, um, he wasn't still a huge megastar, but he did transition over was Charlie Chaplin. Chaplin. But, like, for instance, like, Buster Keaton, he didn't really transition over well at all. Like, he was the one that did. Like, he struggled. He, he, He was, like, I mean... There's, there's more to that. I, I don't want to get into because I love, like, silent film stars and stuff. But, yeah, but like, that's what I'm saying. Like, so that means there's all these black and white color cartoons who aren't getting any work because Betty Boop isn't getting work. And she's hot. Like, she's a hot cartoon. But guess what? She ain't in color. So that means... I don't know why they never trans... I don't know why they never just put her in color. Yeah, see, that's why. Like, that, if, if, she does, if she's not... Well, I mean, yeah, they... they like, for the her. movie purposes, I could see, like, they probably did that on purpose. Like, to make yeah. But, like... But in that movie, and if we talk movie world, yeah, that means that there's this Mickey Mouse that he was, like, the hot... You know, he was, yeah, he was the big... He was the big guy, like, yeah, you know, everybody loves me. And out of nowhere, 
Colin <coughs> Color kicks in, and this new Mickey Mouse shows up, and they're like, yeah, we don't need you anymore. We're going to use this new Mickey. And so the Steamboat Willie Mickey is like, I'm not getting any more work because this other Mickey Mouse, it's like, damn, that must be so depressing for all these cartoons who are in black and white because, hey, these guys are in color, so everybody <laughs> wants these guys. It's like, we're, we're old. We're old. These are the new guys, and, and, and they're always going to have work. They're always so gonna have you, work. Are you gonna be like the next Eddie Valiant, like that cares for the cartoons? Like, don't you like? Do you wish you can go and be in that world where you could be like a real life detective, but cares for the cartoons that don't get much, you know, time and you know, money and fame? Would you do that? That I mean, that see, that's what I want to see. I know they've been talking about a sequel for the long time. We brought that up in the movie, like in our in our episode, episode sixteen. We talked about sequels afterwards. But what about prequels? What if we get like an, a young Eddie Valiant during his days as a detective in Toontown when he actually liked Toons before his brother died? Why can't we get a movie like that where he's you know because the part where. When Eddie goes back to his office after he sees baby Herman, remember when he's yeah. all crying, he's like, My stogie! Wah! Yeah. Uh, wah! And he goes in. And then when he's in there, you hear the cool, you know, Eddie's theme, the... And then, like, it slowly starts to pan his desk, and you see right there, like, like uh, Goofy, uh, uh, like, he was... Um, cleared of all charges of something i can't remember what it was but then there was like you know and they the the valiant solved the huey dewey and louie kidnapping like you see that they have actually solved like cases with these tunes it's like why can't that would be cool like that would be a good sequel it's like we don't need a sequel with more roger rabbit and eddie valley in the future and all in which he's already passed away Give us a young Eddie Valiant. give us his brother let let us see them solving crimes in toontown you know, it would be really funny. Like, I mean, I'm just thinking about this, but I could see, like, as a young, like, Eddie Valiant, like, you know, just the young look and, like, someone who's, like, very comical. Like, I could see Jonah Hill playing that. But then, because like, you just can't, you can't find, like, someone who, like, can stay that weight. Because, I don't know, Eddie Valiant kind of remember, he, like, he reminded me of a hefty guy. Like, someone yeah. that wasn't, like, skinny. See, but you're, 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 you're picturing... I mean, like, I mean today, if we do, like, a... a uh, whatchamacallit like a like, prequel yes but you're 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 you are picturing um for instance like you're basing it off of looks but what about a sound like the voice like i don't think jonah hill could pull off that that like kind of you know brooklyn, accent like, like yeah brooklyn. the brooklyn style like I accent. Think, uh, but honestly after seeing like wolf, wolf of wall street you know like hearing his voice. I don't know if you saw Wolf of Wall Street yet. Wolf of, no, I haven't. Well, watch Wolf of Wall Street and then just by the voice, but without the teeth thing. Like, don't don't focus on the teeth, the fake teeth. Yeah. But listen to his like you know accent, and maybe you could like see around that. That's just why I only picked him for that. And um, but yeah, I think they should do a prequel. I would love to see a prequel of that. Yeah. I mean, same here, and that would be cool. But like, like I said, back to the original point, so we could start, you know, get into the movie. But I mean, yeah, like, what the hell? Where, like, 
like seriously like you know all these cartoons like where where are they what happened to these black and white you only see one but yeah that was the one thing that popped into my mind i really started like i know i i this is the one thing i i tend to do <laughs> always look in the movies and I, I i i see more into film than i should have that is pointless like it's cool to like go deep into like the film and like oh like the plot line like you're figuring oh that's cool me i look in the things that really are pointless like like this like like you know like they i mean this is why you don't see this online no one talks about it because it's like kind of but i want to know like where's he where's where's steamboat because you're a geek because (laughs) tend to worry about that like that's the people don't get geeks because they people believe that geeks are very technical and they're very like Everything has to be specific. Like, why did this happen? We have to realize why did this happen. We went from point A to point B, but why did you know it go from point A to point? B? We could just went from point B to from A to get better and like faster and I don't know, like technical shit. Yeah. You give me a headache sometimes. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to hear more about um, Hugh Frame Roger Rabbit, I said that weird. I'm a Hugh Frame. Go down. Trying to hold back from like a. a what are you trying to hold back from? I, I think it's because like I felt like I was gonna kind of hiccup slash burp or something. I don't <laughs> know. So I was trying to stop myself. Like ah, you know. But yeah. So go back That's if you want to hear more about us talk about Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Go download episode sixteen right now. On the bro- I mean, I was about to say. I mean, eighty miles per hour podcast. Thank you. You worry about your other podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, I'm curious. How many of you fans that are listening right now actually downloaded us on iTunes? How many are you? Are Apple people iTunes, or did you download us another way? Like, if you're listening to our show, please contact us. We want to hear from you because we assume most of our fans come from Instagram. But I'm wondering. Who isn't an Instagram fan? Who just actually found us on either, you know, their whatever app they have where they download pod through their Podbean, through Stitcher, or actually iTunes? If you didn't find us through Instagram, uh, let us know. Contact us. Email us. Uh, go to our Facebook. We're on Facebook. You know, just look us up. 88 miles per hour podcast. I know if you could email us, if you write out, I mean, if it's the number 88 and then you write out, miles per hour podcast at gmail.com email us we want to hear from you fans i know me and renata would love to hear from you fans if you just want to say hey renata we love your accent go on and just tell us you know yeah please dude like don't be shy i mean i know a lot of people either like they don't have time or like they're shy but listen i i honestly take the time out of my days i know sam takes time out of his day to answer emails or comments just please do we would love to hear from you also if you do download our podcast on itunes please leave us a comment below a rating we would we would gladly appreciate it um yes you know because you know you figure this the more likes and comments the more you get to hear the show and better things can come out of our show not that things are are not already better now but you know better opportunities maybe in the future me and sans could do a show together and be in the same room (laughs) together you know something awesome and amazing can happen Um, yeah we just like to know that our fans are out there listening to us you know um yeah it gives us the recognition that 
you guys like us and it makes us feel good inside and gives us the energy and the patience to do a show every week so yeah because i think that's the one thing like i mean i i can guarantee everybody you know you'd be lying if for any other show who's listening right now who has a podcast that you do enjoy hearing from the fans like there, there's, I mean, it's not like we're like, I, you know, oh, I, I got a big head. And no, no, no. It's just like, it's it's cool to have that because if you're someone who's creative, who creates things, you want a form of feedback from it, you know, regardless of what it is. If it's your, your writer, your painter, you know, anything, anything, you, you, a builder, like something that you're creative and you, you created, you want some form of feedback. You want, you're hoping that what you're creating, people see that and they, and they, they, they have some form of feeling towards it. Either it w- when you created something, it made them laugh, it made them cry, it scared them. Something you 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 want to hear back, and that's what we want to do. We want to hear from the fans. You know, it's like sometimes it's hard on Instagram because we're like, wait, are they just fans of our Instagram page, or do they actually like the show? Like they actually listen. Like I know on my other show, we have a a lot of Instagram fans who just like our Instagram page and they don't even listen. They were like, oh, you have a show? I'm like, yeah, we have a show. They're like, oh, I'm going to download it. But half the time, a lot of them just assume we're a page of pictures. And I know with our page, there are some people that just follow us, but it's like, no, like, like you know, the ones who aren't there, like, you know, email us, contact us on Facebook, even write us on Facebook. You know, make money, you know, if Renata... Make her uh, have a nice, happy morning smile. Be like, hey, I got an email. <laughs> I do. I love to smile. So, I mean, <laughs> I think everyone likes to smile. But um, anyway, yes, please, pretty, pretty, please. Um, it would make our day. And we, we'll, we'll give you a big, humongous shout-out. I mean, we're just like that. You know, you give us love, and we'll give you love right back. Yeah, and if you want to give us feedback, go ahead, you know, like, that's all fine by that, because it's like, at the same time, if you have, because this is right now, for you fans, if you contact us, you know, if you have any suggestions, like, we're actually going to be doing a fan requested episode, why, because he, he gave us a shout out saying, I love 80, 88 miles per hour podcast, if you do that, if you give us a shout, you direct message us on Instagram, or you, you, you contact us on Twitter, or Facebook, and you and you put an image, a picture of yourself, a selfie, holding a paper saying, I heart 88 miles per hour podcast, or I love 80 miles, you get to choose a movie that we'll be doing. So one of the movies that we'll be doing when we're not having guests is going to be The Empire Strikes Back by one of our fans on Instagram. He requested that. So if you're listening right now, and you want to request a movie, you're hoping to hear a certain film, that's all you got to do. Twitter instagram or facebook or even our email our gmail and and send us a picture of yourself holding a sign saying i love 88 miles per hour podcast because then that tells us you're listening and then request a movie any 80s movie you want to do you know or even if you just want to ask us questions or be like hey how come you guys don't talk more about this because maybe it's like one week you'll be like oh yeah you know what hey this this fan is right i we i totally forgot you're right let's bring this up you know like i don't know you know we're open for suggestions so yeah, so there you go. That's the little cool fan section part of being like, hey, contact us. Don't be afraid. Renata loves it. You'll make her day. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think it's time. It's that time of the show that we talk about our movie. So, ladies and gentlemen, this week's movie, I chose it. 
in all reality, the, I don't even know why I chose it. I was, I was, it was a tie between two films. But then I thought, you know what? I'm gonna do this movie because this is one of those movies that it's just like it's a huge cult movie. So I was like, all right. So I thought we would do 2001's Richard Kelly directed, or uh, that sounds weird, but directed by Richard Kelly. You know, Donnie Darko. Bum, bum, bang. What? What? Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this movie is one of those movies that probably either you love or hate. I know, like I said, it's a huge cult movie. You know, it stars Jake Gyllenhaal as the main star hero um, of this movie. You know, also featuring his sister, Maggie Gyllenhaal, with, you know, Drew Barrymore, Patrick Swayze, Nola White, you know, Jenny Malone. You know, it's... Jenna, there we go. Oh, yeah, and then the first time ever in a movie, his feature film debut, and only said, like, a few lines, Seth Rogen's. (laughs) 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 No, I can't do his laugh. (laughs) What does he say to the girl? He's like, I like your boobs. Oh, yeah, I like your boobs. Yeah, he does. He says, I like your (laughs) boobs. And then right after that, he he went in, he went off and did um, Freaks and Geeks. Okay. No, I think Freaks and Geeks came before, either during or no, before. It had to be before because he looks kind of older. No, it, it had to be before because I forget. Donnie Darko was released in two thousand one. Freaks and Geeks was released when I was a senior in high school, I think, or a junior. So when was that? Either no, I, I think I was a senior in high school. When the hell did Freaks and Geeks come out? Christ, that's going to bug the hell out of me. Well, anyways, you know what, Renata, talk about it while I look this up. Uh, yeah, Donnie Darko, um, it's one of those movies, like Sam said, you either love or you or you hate. Um, I was kind of in the middle. I liked it at certain points, and then I kind of not liked it. The reason why I liked it, it was very, um, I like the whole 80s aspect of it, you know, especially when you look inside the high school for the first time and you see all what's going on, like the fast pacing but slow motion. You go to each different section of kids, like who's chatting with who, gossip, who's doing drugs, you know, who's getting in problems with teachers. And um, I love that whole aspect. I love Jake Gyllenhaal. I think he's just a great actor. Um, He was great in it. Scared me a little bit, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of great lines, uh, a lot of awesome lines that you just laugh at. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't want to get into that, but I want to let you talk first, and then I'll talk because I don't want to, like, you know. All right. Okay. It's your pick. So you talk first. Okay. For those of you who don't know what Donnie Darko is, uh, Donnie Darko is a weird effed up movie. <laughs> It really is. Seriously. You know, the the plot, if you want me to give you a plot summary, okay, it it takes place on, you know, on, in 1988, you know, we talked about that earlier, and it's about a a teen, you know, uh, Donnie Darko, he has some issues, um, and never fully... some issues? Talk about a lot. Yeah, okay, he has a lot of issues. It never really actually says completely what's wrong with him beforehand, but... Something happens where he wakes up, you know, he's, he's awoken by a strange visitor and tells him basically that the world is going to end. And from that point forward that he has, you know, exactly 28 days to save the world or that's when the world's going to end. So from that point forward, everything is put into place for him as a superhero to save the world. 
Um, that's the best I can try to give you a plot summary. Um, like I said, this movie is extremely weird. Look, when when I first heard about this movie, when I was going to film school back in 2002 and <laughs> slash you know 2003, like I was, I, and I remember during class every morning on Monday morning, the the professor or or teacher or whatever uh, would I guess it would be professor would start asking like oh so what movies did you guys see over the week and what movie and then every week for the longest time everyone kept saying like a new person I saw Donnie Darko I saw Donnie Darko I saw Donnie Darko and I I was going actually to school with Shweddy and and yeah yeah. (laughs) yeah, and I was always like the hell is this Donnie Darko like everybody kept talking about it Donnie Darko Donnie Darko like and I was just like I need to check out what the hell this movie is and I guess it's at that moment they had just released it also on on video I think it's that's when it got released on video because I ended up going to the video store and I'm like look it's right here Donnie Darko and I decided to rent it I watched it and I loved it but I was confused I was so freaking confused I had no idea exactly what the hell is going on so at that point you know, I I was uh, I just had time on my hands, so I started researching as much as possible, reading so on and so forth. And it's this movie, honestly, it's this movie why I hold off on buying movies when they're first released because I bought this movie when it was when on DVD. I bought it on DVD and I was excited. And then not not a few years later, a few years later, I think it was in 2005, they released the special edition. Um, version of Donnie Darko I think it was 2005 let's see no 2004 they released the special edition one and it, it was the director's cut and I was just like really like what the hell now I because I own two Donnie Darkos that's what I have two and it's like that's why because I'm like what the, what the hell like release it complete and first don't just release half of it and then later on re- that's why there's like 50 versions of Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 and freaking Terminator. Like, there's so many versions. It's like, just release one ultimate version and that's it. But the director's cut, that one, if you watch it, they try to fill in, explain more. And that's the version I just recently watched. With Donnie Darko, though, I watch it and I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna get a lot of hate for this. But I feel it's extremely overrated. It seriously is. Like, I, I when I watched it when I was younger, I loved it. I extremely loved this movie. Watching it now... I'm really like, okay, it's okay. Like, I, you know, certain parts, I'm like, yeah, I like this. But as a whole, I'm like, yeah, this movie's like whatever. Like, it's really like just a jumbled mess of like, like nonsense that like, it's like, I, I mean, unless you're like, you love stuff like that. If you're like a, a, a fan of Lynch, you know, David Lynch. And, and, you know, if you're like, you love Eraserhead and you're like, oh, you know, I mean, some, I, I, I like to watch a movie and, and at least not be too too much of a mystery that i have to really figure out it's like don't make the audience work i mean at the same time you could probably be telling me like well you're just lazy but yeah man it's like you want to be entertained but you know do you really want to have to think hard and go research like who wants to put in the work for that it's like yeah i don't want to be spoon fed but at least you know don't give me a lost you know an episode of lost and like have unanswered questions and later on you don't even answer some of them it's like with with, if you watch the director's cut of donnie darko it explains more you watch the original cut you're still kind of confused renata you said you're confused like like what what are your questions 
I mean, like, is he time traveling or is he not? Like, you know, or is is everyone just dreaming? Like, I don't know. Like, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I get confused, and it kind of reminds me of Inception. Like, I don't know if you ever saw the movie Inception, but like, they have to spin this. Um, I forget what those old things are, like the spinning wheel or like something. I forgot, and, I forgot what those are called, but it's, it's yeah. You know each of, everyone has one. Yeah, yeah, everyone has one. And if it keeps spinning, it means that you're still in like a limbo. It means you're still like in dream sense. But if it falls over when you spin it and it eventually falls over, it means that it's real yeah. life. It's well, that was Leonardo DiCaprio's. I forget what they called them, but everybody has their own item. But remember the ending where it stops and it's spinning, but you don't know whether it stops or it like, you know, keeps spinning. They leave you with that like open-minded thing yeah well they answered it later on they told us what it was i think i i know first it was, it? It, was um, it, it he he was awake it wasn't a dream at that point because michael kane during an interview revealed um yeah it, it, it topples over you know so okay. so it wasn't a dream well yeah. why would this i mean like i know they're trying to say make your own ending yeah but like just tell us all right well here's the thing it wasn't a dream it, it it was not it wasn't a it wasn't a dream at all, um, that that oh Christ, that's the thing. Like you might assume it's a dream, but it's not. What happens is why at the end of the movie you see everybody like awaken. Is like wait was this a dream and all that? No, it's um there's this book that the uh late what was Grandma Death she writes like um she the the old lady in the movie she writes a book and that's the book that donnie darko comes across that his teacher gives him so he starts reading this book this book if the director's cut they put pages on the screen during certain parts to help you understand so at the end it might make you assume like wait everybody's waking up so was this all a dream no what that chapter that was chapter 12 in the book called dreams when the manipulated Awaken from their journey in the tangent universe. They are often haunted by experience, uh, the the experience in their dreams. Many of them will not remember. Those who do remember the journey are often overcome with profound remorse for the regretful actions buried within their dreams. The only physical evidence buried within the artifact itself, all that remains from the lost world. Ancient myths tell us of the Mayan warrior killed by an arrowhead that had fallen from a cliff. There was no where there was no army, no enemy to be found. We are told of the me, the medieval knight mysteriously impelled by a sword he had not yet built. We are told that these things occur for a reason. So it's it, what happens is like this whole movie is is one journey. Like what it is is that Donnie Darko is the is the one person that he's the he's the what is it called the um, the living receiver. It's the, the what he's considered as the living receiver is chosen to guide the artifact. That being the plane, uh, the 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 engine. He's the one that that because the reason why it's almost like Back to the Future. Remember Back to the Future where there's one timeline and Doc Brown says, "Look, there's an alternate universe right here." Yes. That's in this movie they call that the tangent universe. So that means there's a there's a, a, a different universe is created. So there's a copy of every single thing. Oh, but but yeah. sometimes there's there's a there's a moment like all right let me read chapter one the tangerine universe the primary universe is fought with great peril war plague famine and natural disaster are common death comes to us all the fourth dimension of time is stable construct though it is not impenetrable 
incidents when the fabric of the fourth dimension become corrupted are incredibly rare. If a tangent universe occurs, so an alternate 1985, <laughs> if a tangent universe occurs, so yeah, I, I threw that part in. You always reference back Yeah. It will be highly unstable, sustaining itself for no longer than several weeks. Eventually, it will collapse upon itself, forming a black hole within the primary universe capable of it, it's destroying all existence. So that's the thing. So sometimes, like, there is a, the, the artifact, that's what they call it. The, the thing is the metal appeared and it, it, it was like they couldn't understand where the hell it came from because they said, like, it, it created a copy. So that, that thing, when it popped up right away before actually it appeared, the tangent universe occurred and then that whole i don't know it's it's so freaking so much to explain like you're pretty much giving yourself a headache i am because now i'm trying to i'm like i'm trying to explain it to you and i'd rather just ex- like i'm trying to explain it to the fans but i get it like yeah it, it, i'm seeing you and you're like doing hand motions and everything like that everyone's probably like oh what? yeah i get it's like all right you're you're uh, you know what you're tuning in to listen to us just talk about the movie i i don't think you're tuning in for me to explain the movie to you maybe but all in all, let me see. If I could sum it up in a nutshell, that that artifact appears. It shouldn't be there. It's 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 uh it's causing this tangent universe is going to collapse upon itself. So it's falling apart. So that that is an extra copy of an engine that should not exist in that world. Because of that, it's causing issues. Frank, who is from the future, was able to travel back almost like a ghost. To get Donnie to to guide him in order for him to fix it. And everybody, everyone in this movie plays a part. And they don't even realize it, but they're guiding Donnie to get him to the point to where... Because Donnie actually has superpowers. He's almost like a superhero. It is This is almost like a comic book movie. So at the end, he uses telekinesis to... You see the plane go over the vortex right over his house. He, he's able to use his telekinesis to rip off the engine, throw it through the black hole, so he travels it back in time, so then there. So that extra piece, that copy, doesn't exist or some... I don't know. That, that part's hard. And then once he fixes everything, everything goes back in time, and then that's when... Whatchamacallit? Uh, everybody wakes up because everybody who was a part of this journey... They see it as a dream. They're like, whoa, did I just dream this? That's why you see all these characters at the end during the whole Mad World segment. You know, they're like, oh, what the hell? Because they, they're they given this vision of what could have happened. And Donnie, laying in bed, decides to sacrifice his, his life in order to save the girl that he loved. Because it's kind of like if he stayed awake, she probably would have died. So all of this plays an intricate part. Like, he floods the school... Because the moment he floods the school, that's the only way he was able to walk home and come across this girl. So everything in this world happens for a reason in order for him to line up perfectly to get to the point to the very end where he saves the world. I mean, it's a whole weird jumbled mess. You watch the director's cut, you can listen to the commentary, you hear Richard Kelly and Kevin Smith talk about this movie. And they'll explain it all. I don't really want to explain it to you. I just want to talk about the movie. So let's talk about one of the greatest awesome intro of almost like all the characters of like without even introducing the characters verbally or by text head over heels by tears for fears when the bus remember when he hops out the bus 
Yes. Oh, that scene is just, it's beautifully shot. I love that scene when they, they hop out and it's like, it's tilted. You know, it, 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 it's, it's almost like a Dutch angle, you know, bat, you know, like Batman style, like, but it's just fully tilted and then door opens and it tilts back. It's like, ding, 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 ding. And they're all walking in slow-mo and, and they're like, you know, it goes inside the school and you see all the characters, everybody that's going to play a part in Donnie's life for this whole journey in these 28 days you see every character going through being introduced and it's pretty cool the the song i don't know i want that version of the song because it's a completely different version and i love that part where they're all walking and you see the characters you see all each and every single one come out for the exception of his family because they were already introduced but yeah all everybody in the school they're walking this and that you know even patrick swayze's character he's there you know on campus you know and, and it's pretty cool and here's one thing i want to i want to um talk about real quick is i i used to do wedding videos um renata i never really told you about this but i used to do wedding videos i used to make look at you huh look at you doing wedding videos yeah like it, it was like a like i i it was like an extra form of income so i'm like because you can make a good amount of money doing wedding videos and the thing was it's like actually aside from wedding videos i also did like sweet 16 and quinceaneras uh-huh. so i would do these videos right but the one thing is especially like like over here like that you know you know i'm in los angeles everything you know a lot of hispanics mexicans everything quinceaneras were huge right and they're all shot exactly the same they're (laughs) all the same you watch them the same boring as hell like seriously they're 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 terrible they're done all the same and a lot of times throughout my years at work i'll see them in there sometimes shooting you know they'll like have them like there'll be somebody like they'll have the girl she's like looking at a hat trying it on and he's filming it's like it's always the same thing like what do you like, mean trying a hat on like they, like they, it's just they're dumb scenes like they like one of the girls like they'll be like a safari hat or whatever and she'll like grab it put it on being all stupid funny cute and the guy would be filming her i mean the video is probably going to show her out and about you know they're they're seriously they're terrible is this a quinceanera video yes they're, they always do like parts where like they they film the girl out and about maybe at a park or something or or out. if you're in in Anaheim you're gonna use Disneyland downtown Disney so they film this stuff and it, it's just it's terrible so when I started doing wedding videos Kinsina three sixteen I started I wanted to do like like entertaining like I wanted to make them entertaining so I made them into movies like I found out what the people liked. And I would create a story in these videos. So when you're watching it, it's almost like you're watching a movie. Like, I recreate scenes and all that. Like, there is this couple that were huge fans of the Royal Tenenbaums. And I made their whole movie, their wedding video, look like the Royal Tenenbaums. I introduced the whole wedding party like a cast of characters from the film. Like, I recreated everything. All the, You know, and I always had that. And then there was one thing that ever since I saw Donnie Darko, that the intro to Head Over Heels, I always wanted to do that scene before a wedding like introducing like everybody so like the part when he hops out the bus that would have been the you know the groom with two of his like you know a uh, groomsman you know getting out of a limo walking and slowly as they're walking you're introduced to the whole wedding party you know and then say if there's little kids like the flower girls it mm-hmm. would end off with the little girls like dancing you know or you know oh yeah on the top of the thing yeah and it would have been a shot like that and i wa- i was gonna do that originally i was gonna do that for my wedding video because I actually, I remember I had everybody show up early because I was going to shoot that. I wanted to do that. I've always wanted to recreate that scene. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to do it for my wedding video. 
But then Shweddy calls one of the guys and says, I got a flat tire. And all the guys leave to go help him. And I was like, ah. And then they all went, they left because they went to go get high. So, you know, it's like, yeah, you got a flat. But then they all left because he knew Shweddy was going to have weed on him. So, uh, you know, so they went to go get high. So I never got, I never got to shoot that scene. I was like, eh. you know, in which it, it, now, in hindsight, it kind of sucks because it's like one, like, yeah, I didn't shoot it. But now it's kind of like a pointless thing because it's like the wedding videos went nowhere now, if you think about it, you know. But I'm hoping to one day shoot that for someone's wedding. I'm hoping, I mean, I don't okay, do wedding videos anymore. Wedding. Huh? How about my wedding? There you go. We'll, we'll do it. I want to, you know, I'm on, no one's still my damn idea, but I'm, I'm going to do that one day. I'm going to do a wedding video introduction but using head over heels because like i said that freaking that just you know no words it's just like the freaking it's, gonna, it's gonna be in florida though so i mean like i want to have my wedding at disney world at the grand floridian hotel resort and spa dude you should hire me to film it i am gonna hire you yeah and then like i i would put the 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 cost of the plane ticket in the in the cost of the video i mean you got you know yeah hell if you guys get married hire me i'll, I'll shoot your wedding video that'd be awesome Oh, but then again, I want you to enjoy the wedding. Like, see, that's what I'm always. T- uh, whenever I would film for friends, they always be like, "Oh, but I want you to enjoy the wedding." I'm like, "I am enjoying the wedding when you give me the, you know, the cash." <laughs> well, like, I mean, just get a partner or something. That way, like, I could just grab you to dance, and we could just be like, "Yeah, party." Yeah, see, that was the thing before. I used to have, you know, I had I had my ex wife. Like, she would she was my partner. She used to help me film and stuff like that. But um. Yeah, I mean, that'd be cool. I mean, it'd probably be me. But, I mean, you know, I don't always have to film. I could still have fun and enjoy it, you know? You better, like... Actually, I want you to come for my 21st birthday party, like, which is, like, in December. All right. Well, pay my ticket and I'll go. Okay. There we yeah. go. <laughs> All right, you know what? You, you, I've talked a lot about this damn movie. You, 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 it's your turn. Come on, you got to say something. Okay. Well, I gotta admit, like, I really do love Drew Barrymore's character. I just, I love her fashion sense. Like, every outfit that she wears. Her first outfit that she wears is unbelievable. Yeah. I love how, like, she stares at everybody endlessly. She's like, oh, these, oh, these poor ignoramuses. I think they'll they'll grow up someday, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Like, and I love her, like, very sarcastic just outlook on life and what she says, like, she says to the girl, she says to Gretchen, like she walks in and she's like, hi, I went to the wrong class. She's like, well, sit next to you think is the cutest guy. Like, you know, like right out to make her feel terrible. I know. <laughs> make fun positive. of her. I mean, like, you know, I-, I would be that teacher, you know. I don't know. I would just be weird. I would pick on young children. But um, I really do love 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 the movie um i thought the father was like every time i I saw the father he just always laughed like he thought everything that like the children said was funny and like he would always snicker and always make a like especially well i mean i I try not to curse on the show but like when (laughs) the little girl said what's fuck face oh yeah the father starts cracking up laughing. And I was just like, oh, my God. I said, my father wouldn't do that. My father would kick me up the ass. <laughs> and literally just be like, what did you just say? Like, and, and what he would do is, ladies and gentlemen, he would hold his fist up and hold it up against his mouth to the point where, like, he was going to threaten to hit me. But now that I'm older, I'm like, yeah, try it. I mean, mm-hmm. I really shouldn't threaten my father. <laughs> you know, like, he probably will someday hit me. But, um I, I, I hope not. I, I'm good to my mom and dad. Um, 
what else um and i just i i like i love the conversations between the friends and everything like that but then i felt bad for like the chinese girl i forget what her name was oh yeah um do you know what her name was christ i you keep talking i I'll, I'll look her up but she was just like she was just like that Thai, shy, oh, excuse me, Thai, <laughs> shy, timid, uh, young girl, and I really, I really didn't like. But I tended to laugh. He was like, "Go back to China, bitch!" And I was, oh, no. shut up. <laughs> it's, so, it's so terrible. This movie, like, just like, uh, but you have to laugh at it. Like that's why I like it and dislike it. It's um, uh, Char- Charita Chen. Okay. Yeah, poor girl. I felt bad. And she loved, she freaking loved Donnie. I know, remember when she like dropped her book? She was like, no! Or like she said something like that. Like she like, she just said, away. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and it has Donnie Darko, and I just think it's like hearts or something, like, you know, around his name. Yeah. He smiled. He was like, mm, I don't like you, but thanks. Like, <laughs> you know, I would have dated her. She was sweet. <laughs> you would have dated her? Like if I was a guy, I would oh, date. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I, don't, I don't go that route. Poor, I mean, it it it, it sucked. Like, it, you could tell why she she loved Donnie was the fact that Donnie was the only one who wasn't mean to her because his friends would say things to her and he would be like, bitch. That's like that. They would say shit like that. Yeah, and he'd be like, just leave her alone. You know, like he always like stood up for her. And I mean, it just poor girl, man. Like. You know, she... Ah, oh man, like, it sucks. Like, she's all getting picked on. And, and and she's pretty ballsy, too, because when she does the the, the school dance... I mean, the, the, the talent show, and she's up there doing, like, that cool little uh, interpretive dance. Like, that's yeah. pretty ballsy for this girl. Like, constantly being picked on. She, You know why she wears earmuffs, right? Yeah. Why? Because, like, doesn't she... I just thought like it was just a thing like she just had a problem no 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 the reason why she wears earmuffs is because she's she's constantly verbally abused so for her to drown out the sound she wears the earmuffs so she doesn't yeah, have to because she had a problem with everybody okay well you were just saying that she had a problem oh I didn't mean like that I mean like she just like had a problem with everybody yeah that was why and, and, and I mean and that's sad like because you know stuff like this is I mean even though this is a film you know stuff like that was real and that's the sad part like wow you know poor girl like you know things like this happen uh, especially like in the 80s I mean majority of a lot of the, like the, in certain areas of schools were all white so if you had anybody who was in the minority probably got constantly made fun of you know and especially when you know she was overweight also so it's like you know in her way to just get rid of that sound is put the earmuffs and at the end of the movie knowing when she when when she wakes up she's smiling she's happy because she knows exactly how everything played out and she knows that Donnie did actually care about her in that sense of like you know I'm not a I'm not one of these assholes like and you know it's gonna get better and she realizes that yeah things will get better you know it's kind of one of the slogans they say now for those who are like homosexual and all that and I remember Pixar animation did this cool video called it gets better and it was it, you know cause there's so many like you know use and you know, especially like if you're if you're gay like getting abused made fun of and they would you know commit suicide and stuff like that and they're we're trying to it was all these people who worked for Pixar who are homosexual were in, you know and had a tough time growing up in high school or, or junior high elementary 
And they're basically saying it gets better. And it does. Like, it does get better. It sucks because high school, junior high, all that, you know, it's hell. It does get, they're they're stupid. But when you get older, you realize, you know, everyone, like, everyone thinks that, like, I was probably, like, well, you make fun of me and you say, like, oh, I was the princess, this and that. But honestly, high school wasn't good for me. I was, I was kind of like the, um... If you want to go by classes, like, like you know, um, royal class, middle class, like, low class. I was kind of in the middle, but more towards, like, the low class, like, mm-hmm. level. Like, I really wasn't appreciated. Like, I was different. And so, it, 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 like, just because I showed um, how different I was, like, I was in the drama department. I like to act, and drama really wasn't a big thing in my high school. Yeah. Like, like, you know, being different really wasn't, like, you know the best way to do if you wanted to survive but um you either had to be a class clown you had to dress really nice you had to be a whore or you just had to be like a stupid jock like i don't mean to like come off like with labels here but that's pretty much what it was like if you weren't any of those things then you didn't get noticed at all which was sad yeah but but, like i'm pretty now bitches so what of it (laughs) i mean i was always pretty but like you just didn't notice it. And now you all want my number, so you all can go suck it. Anyway, um, getting back to this thing, um, I do love the line where Gretchen says, Donnie Darko, what is that, like a superhero name? And then he says, like, well, what of it or something like that. And I was like, yeah, because he comes off like a superhero. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, right? Yeah, she says, Don't, you know... Um, aren't you a super? And he he does say something like, "How do you know I'm not?" or something like that, right? Yeah, there you go. Well, where were, we, where were you going with that? <laughs> saying like that was pretty like funny. Like that was one of I, I like a lot of lines. That was one of the lines that, like I really liked. Well, I, I know with that one, um, that was like a hint because it's like, w- w- like earlier what I was trying to say is like this is like almost like a superhero movie because. Be, and it, it does explain that with this, uh, this whole director spend the book and all that nonsense stuff. When you're the receiver, who Donnie is, you are given extra powers. Like you do come across and smart too, huh? He was really smart. Yeah, so so that's why. So with him, he he is given you know certain certain powers. Um, uh, let's see, the living receiver. This includes increased strength, telekinesis, mind control. And the ability to conjure uh, fire and water, because if you think about it, he had an axe and he was able to dig that axe into that into that iron statue, the dog statue. He had to have the strength to do that, to break through the the, the pipe, you know, so that he had to increase strength. So in reality, he was like like a, a superhero, you know. And yeah, like when she says that line, it is kind of like, oh, it's kind of like a joke. He's like, yeah, okay, here it goes. The the comment is like. Name sounding like a superhero to which he says, "What makes you think I'm not?" Yeah, you said it perfectly. Yeah, and and because technically he is a superhero in this movie, you know. And and did you know they did a sequel to this movie? Did they really? Yeah, it's called S. Darko. The little girl, his sister. She it's the exact same actress, but it's called S. Darko. I never seen it. I don't know if it's any good or not. But they yeah they did do a sequel and then they they. I don't know if it's whatever. <laughs> it, it could be good. It could be crappy. You know, who knows? Sometimes these direct-to-video movies are pretty crappy. I mean, I remember Tremors two. Tremors two was great. Oh, you know what? Is Tremors an '80s movie? Have you ever seen Tremors? 
No, I never saw Tremors. Oh my gosh. Um, it's with Kevin Bacon. And it's about these, like, these sandworms out in the desert that, that only move. Like, I, they, I mean, they only move. They only attack through, um, through sound because they don't have eyes. So when you're walking around, they, they like, they're like sandworms. And they, they, they I don't know. Ah, oh, damn it, it's 1990. Ah, I'm so mad. <laughs> oh man, I was hoping we could do that movie. Anyways, okay, back to um, uh, Donnie Darko. Yeah, um, he's a, I don't know. He's a superhero. Uh, I love the music. The mu- I gotta say, I gotta point out the music is great. You the know? music is actually really really good. I um, I gotta admit, I was like, ooh, I like this song. I like that song. You know, it's good. Yeah, the the I mean they 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 did. They had some some great music. You know, in this movie. I know, like in the director's cut, they. They change it around. They, I know, but they had like, but like you know, you had the Killing Moon by Echo and the Bunny Man. Oh, the Killing Moon! If you don't, if you haven't heard the Killing Moon, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna choose that song for you know. But I'll give you that. I mean, come on, you had Head Over Heels by freaking Tears for Fears. Uh, what? Oh, Notorious by freaking Duran Duran. When the when Sparkle, what was it Sparkle Motion? What were they called? The stupid girls. Yeah, Sparkle Motion. Yeah. No. No. Oh man. Uh, you know, Love Will Tear Us Apart by Joy Division. Love Tear Us Apart again. Love Tear Us Apart Never Tear Us Apart by NXS. <laughs> I know, but that's how he sounds. It, it, I mean, <laughs> and you know what? It reminds me of that. It's a song, right? It's a guy that goes, right? It's like a, you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> oh, man. Under the Milky Way by the church. Oh, that, that's another, that's, oh, just filled song. But the, the one song we got to talk about is Mad World. You know the freaking song Mad World. I mean, originally done by Tears for Fears. Um, it was a, a, a great freaking song. Love that song. But then they, they ended up doing a, a, a version by by Mac, Michael Andrews and Gary Jules. And it was Mad World. And it was the, the song at the end. You know what's up? <laughs> All around you are familiar. You know, and and I remember like it got all huge. Because uh, back, I think yeah, 2006 when it's Gears. It's a of, creepy song. It is. It's scary. It's a freaking scary song. I My mean, boyfriend showed me that, and I was like, "What the hell? Is like, did you go on like emo or something? This is like freaking freaking me." I was like, "Turn it off! Turn it off!" <laughs> like I was like freaking Isabel. Like, he decides to play that, like, while, like, it's so dark in his house. And I'm like, are you trying to, like, freak me out here? Please. He's going to try to murder you. I know. Like. I just remember there was, it was the, it was a season. Remember Adam Lambert from American Idol? The one that sounded like, uh, Freddie Mercury. He he was, he was a gay guy, but he had, like, that very powerful voice. I remember that season because, um, um. My ex-wife at the time, she was watching it, and um, I remember he did that version of Mad World, and he did it exactly like that, and I was like, oh, and after that, it, again, it got popular. Right before that, too, Gears of War, the video game, they used it in a commercial, and I'm like, hey, 
and it it, it kind of made it popular around here because before that when it was released it didn't you know and the music video if you've never seen the music video gotta watch it michelle gondry that guy awesome director you you know um I, I, Michelle Gondry, I, I could just talk about this guy. I know my little brother loves that director, but he did the, the, the awesome video for Mad World. But like I said, you, um, the music in this movie, it, it, it's awesome. But here's one thing I need to say. There's one certain song that when... It, it's like a piano version, and it, it has like a little cool... It sounds like that, but the piano goes... And it's like a weird little sound, like, and it. I, I w- stuff. Yeah, and and when I watched Dexter, I remember the first time I started watching Dexter, and there's this one main theme. Whenever Dexter is talking, it's like he, he has that inner monologue, and he's just talking about stuff, and yeah. it's like usually the scene is on slow motion and all that. There's a song that they play in that show that I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, that sounds like Donnie Darko. That seriously sounds like Donnie Darko. So if you go listen to the Donnie Darko soundtrack. There's one song, I couldn't find it, because I used to have the soundtrack, but I don't know where the hell it's at. Um, and it sounds exactly like like the, the one from Dexter. I don't know, the soundtrack sounds weird, futuristic, like sci-fi-ish, but dark and, and melodic. Like, I don't know, it's a weird soundtrack, but you guys gotta check it out. But anyways, any last words on, on freaking Donnie Darko? Um, honestly, I have very mixed feelings about this movie. Like Sam said, if you like mysterious, uh, creepiness, but also funny, um, watch it. Give it a try. I mean, like, I'm always up for new things, especially, like, mystery movies. Something that requires you to think a little bit. So I say give it a try. I mean, you know, especially, like, if you love films in general and you've never seen it. Uh, But, yeah, I had mixed feelings about it, but overall... It's a cult movie, so you know you're either going to be the love it or hate it. So how did you know what? Here's a question. This is something we need to do for every episode that features a movie that takes place in the '80s, but doesn't wasn't a, a, initially filmed in the '80s. How do you feel they represented the '80s? How, do you think they did a good job? That's the no, question we need I mean, to do. I mean, it wasn't cheesy '80s like that we that we normally see. But then again, like, things took place in the 80s, so, like, I don't know, it just kind of, like, I mean, like, in the beginning, like, you know, you see, like, like, there's, like, a a shot where it shows, like, women jogging, and they're, like, in their jogging suits, and they're, like, they're they're power walking, and, of course, you see, like, the big, vibrant, neon, you know, puffy jumpsuit with, like, you know, the bangs. She looked very Mama Goldberg-ish. Yeah, Mama Goldberg-ish. And... That was really the only like '80s, besides the music. That was it didn't and happen. The, I mean, in the car, Frank the Bunny. I mean, we we didn't even talk about Frank the Bunny, but I mean, seriously, we could spend hours just trying to figure out this damn movie, like for our fans, because like I said, it's it's so what it's like over convoluted, right? That would be the yeah. correct word. Like it's just I don't know, it's crazy. But Frank the Bunny, you know the bunny, you've seen him. But his car, the guy who drank, you know, he, he, the, the, when he's not dead. He drives that 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 red kind of sports car, and it's like the typical eighty. It's almost like Adventures in Babysitting Car. Remember the so yeah. cool? Because even in the beginning, that scene right there where you see the girls power walking, the car he drives by. Frank drives by. He he rides right. He drives right by Donnie when he's on the bike. I mean, the music eighties all the way. I mean, you don't really get a feel that it's eighties though. You know, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to. 
look 80s in the sense of like all neon colors this and that but like if not you, neon but like you just could tell yeah but like if we took away all the music and put current music it would have been like a regular like yeah. tennis, like or 90s late 90s movie yeah the only thing that made it really look 80s was when they watched that stupid video in class Yes, that that was probably like the thing that was like, oh okay, no, I can go eat again. Fear, love. <laughs> that was so stupid. That was like so cheesy. You can't base the stupid analogy on two emotions. Everything <laughs> <laughs> into an account. <laughs> and, and it's like, yeah, it's uh, it's the way it's edited and, and like we. I wish. See, this is why I wish you lived in the same area because I would say we should shoot something like that like so cheesy like 80s video like, i would definitely be like doing films that you left and right like just doing stupid stuff <laughs> nice work man oh you, you see, that's why you got to move out here man so we could film videos and put some stuff on youtube for our show but no you had to live far i know even california is almost off the map like, I'll move there. <laughs> but yeah, and then I just gotta say, Donnie's a dick. He's a huge dick. I mean, that's why, it, maybe he has... Yeah, he called his mother a bitch in, like, the first thing. And, like, yeah, he... he's like, get out! Brr. Bitch. Yeah, and they all, I know, like, I mean, and that's why I'm wondering if he has, um... Uh... Christ, what's that? I can't think of that thing. Schizophrenia? No, not schizophrenia, but, um... Damn it! I, I can't think of it right now. One of my friends actually has that. But, it's, uh, so, I, you know, I don't know. Right? It's, no, it's a condition where, like, at one moment, you're fine, but the next moment, your emotions just completely could change, and you could be extremely depressed. Bipolar? Yes! There you go. That's why I'm thinking, maybe he's bipolar. It doesn't really say what he has. That's what I'm saying, like... Because he always looks like he's a bump on the log. Like, it... Like, even when, like, after he got done, like, making out or having sex with Gretchen for, like, the first time at the party, he he's comes down holding hands. He still looks like this. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, ladies and gentlemen, I'm making, like, a shrug face. Like, like I have no emotion. <laughs> Want me to take a picture of that? Yeah. Post it? All right, hold on. I don't, I don't even know if I, like, look like I have no emotion. Okay, I'm going to do it. Ready? One, two, three. But his his uh his costume was cool. I know that was like pretty popular a few times in Halloween. I yeah, would the, see guys the dressed. The skeleton. Yeah, with a, a gray so sweater. Freaking Karate Kid, okay? Like. <laughs> nah, you know what? I want to be a I want to be a shower curtain with the. <laughs> I would definitely be that. I'm so I I should have been that for Halloween. Oh my god, for my masquerade party. <laughs> oh my god, that would have been perfect. Wait, wait, no, wait! Everybody's dressed up in a masquerade like ball gown whatever and you're you're in a shower curtain no it was called um senior masquerade and it was just like a costume oh okay seniors. and um i dressed it up as the sun drop girl it's like you know like drop it like it's hot drop it like it's hot like it's that old commercial like old commercial and she's like you know dancing she has like the headband around her head she was a redhead so she, I, I bought the shirt what's funny is that i when you told me that and you showed me that i had no idea what the hell that was the sun drop. 
I mean, when you first told me, like, oh, the Sundraw Girl, I'm like, what the hell is the Sundraw Girl? I had to go research and look up what that was. Oh my god. I mean, I don't remember that commercial. Everyone in Philly knew about it. Well, does it look like I'm in Philly? <laughs> well, that gave me the opportunity to do it. But I showed up in the shower curtain. That would have been so much fun. So she's just dancing to like drop it like it's hot and all that. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> well, I'm gonna look at that video and then I'll watch it so I can get an idea of who the. And hell she holds like the soda can and she's like and she's like, <laughs> I don't know what she's doing. She's doing like a back it up thing. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So I guess that's pretty much it for Donnie Darko. Like Renata just said. It's a cult film. You either love it or hate it. She was in the middle. Um, so it's kind of funny that she said either you love it or hate it, but yet she was in the middle. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta put, you can't just put love and fear. <laughs> oh, dude, that was perfect. If we, if we, we should just end the show right there, but <laughs> I like that. You know, that's so true. You, you can't just do love and fear. Oh my gosh, Renata, that's so freaking awesome. That's a perfect way to. <sighs> yeah. I have those moments. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, yeah, because I'm I'm the same with you. I'm I, I, either you love or hate it. I used to love this movie. Like I seriously love this movie. Rewatching it again, I was in the middle. I was like, it's not that I hated this movie, but I was mad. Like I was like, really? Like I think it's so overrated. But at the same time, I'm like, why are you making the audience work so hard? Like if you don't have the director's cut, you had to go online to find out more. Like for instance. At the end, the child, you know, pornographer, the the pedophile, the you know, the pederast, um, what's his name? Yeah. Wayne, no, Patrick Swayze. Uh, you know, rest in peace. You know, a moment of silence for the guy. But Patrick Swayze, at the end of the movie, he wakes up crying. So you're like, he didn't get caught. <gasps> if you, on the website, the actual Donnie Darko website, after the movie was released, and this and that, and so on and so forth. Um, if you went online, it it said that he shortly after that. He destroyed everything in his house, like all the, the child pornography he had, destroyed everything, all that stuff. He went out to the golf course where Donnie Darko, where they found him in the beginning of the movie where he woke up, had a gun, shot himself in the head and killed himself. So he kind of, he still, you know, even though he wasn't arrested and put in jail, he still killed himself. So he's not out there continuing doing the whole child porn ring or whatever the hell he was doing. So, you know, so yeah. That was very uh, dark of him. Yeah. Dark O. Yeah, Dark O. Ah, yeah. So, oh. uh, again, I'm in the middle. I'm not in the fear or love category. I'm in the middle. Neither am I. Gotta put... There's different things. You have to yeah. put into it. Cool. So, yeah. So, this was my pick for the week. Every, every week, for the exception when we have guests on the show, we allow the guests to pick the movie of the week. Next week's episode, our guest is going to be Brandon, right? From Three Tark? Yes. Yes, and his movie was uh, Top Secret, was it? Was it Top Secret? Yeah, it was. It was Top Secret. It's, um... Well, well, actually, we'll get into the whole movie, but Top Secret. It's one of those spoof movies. It's a, it's it's one that's really underrated, because when you think about the spoof movies of all... You know, you just think of, like, oh, Naked Gun, and all, you know, and so on and so forth. But this is one that, you know, it, it's, it's also one of those great movies. But we'll talk about it more next week. When Whenever we don't have guests, every week, one of us decides the episode. This week, it was my episode. It was Donnie Darko. Next episode, when we record, I think in, in, in not next week's, but the following week's episode, 
you know, I I know Renata's been hounding me for the longest time. I want to do Animated Menace. So I know she has two movies she wanted to do. So did you want to tell the fans now that what movie we're going to do to tease them or no? Uh, yeah, I'll do a, uh, a line. Right. Um, actually, no, I, no, I'll just give you a hint, croquet. All right, and it'll be, it'll be the episode right before she goes on her vacation to Disneyland. Yes, sir. All right, cool. All right, now at the very end, it's time for sound, Sanchez soundtracks. Not going to take a lot of time. Again, this song was <laughs> featured in the movie one of my favorite scenes, the way it was shot, you know, the camera panning, all of that. Um, it was uh, Tears for Fears, Head Over Heels. It was released June 10th, 1985. Once again, released the same year as Back to the Future. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, man, everything is always like released in 85, man. All the good things came out in 85. My dad graduated high school in 1985. There you go. See, awesome. Already, he's cool. <laughs> So yeah, so you know, head over heels. It's a great like love song. You you, you know it. Um, you know, I mean, the, just the piano in the beginning. I'm all like, I, I look like Mozart, Regan, or Beethoven, right? <laughs> Beethoven. Watch out for so great. Watch your robe, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so head over heels. It, I, I, come on, you you know the song. You you love it. it. It's it's a great song. Come on, like since we did Donnie Darko in this movie, you know, there's no other reason why I, sh- I should play this. It's just because it's an awesome song. I love it. You know the voice. So you had two guys, both of them singing in in a lot of songs. I mean, they had a lot of great hits. You know, so. They're going to be featured a lot more, but I had to do Head Over Heels. I usually try not to do main singles, but... It's meant for this. Yes, exactly. It's meant for this. So there you go, Head Over Heels. Um, And if you've you've never seen literal music videos, look up literal music video Head Over Heels. (laughs) One of the funniest things ever. I saw it on Funny or Die years ago. You'll love it. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So... That's it. Renata, say your goodbyes, and then I'll sign us out. Well, um, I hope you had a great time on uh, listening to the show. Um, I know I had a great time. I know Sanch had a great time. Uh, I hope you have a good morning, good afternoon, or a good night, wherever you are. Awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're there. You have it. It's time for us to get out of the tangent universe, get the artifact, send it back in time, And then we'll get in our DeLoreans and travel back to the future.
Hey everyone, this is Sanch, and I'm joined by... Carlos Madrona. The Schwetz. And we're the Brothers Bear Podcast Live, a comedy show where two brothers talk about everything from movies, cartoons, video games, comics, TV, and everything entertainment. We are joined by our good friend Schwetty every week. Make sure to catch us live every Monday night, time posted normally 9 p.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. <laughs> I said that weird. But people know what I'm talking about. You could also find us on Instagram at Brothers Bear Podcast, on our Twitter, Brothers Bear Pod, on Facebook, The Brothers Bear Podcast. You could also catch us on our email. You could email us at thebrothersbearpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure to follow us also on Tumblr and follow us, like us, subscribe us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podgods Network, and on our Podbean page. This is the Brothers Bear Podcast. Yeah. That's another promo in the bag. <laughs> in a world where entertainment has been diluted to the lowest common denominator. A dollar makes me holler, honey boo boo. One podcast has vowed to bring laughter to all. I know two things in this world right now. Okay. That I don't know anything and that I want a lightsaber. <laughs> I'm sorry, was I having phone sex with your wife? This entire show has gone to comedy. Welcome to Cockamania. Mark. There's voices in my head that no one else can hear. I will, dick. I will defend <laughs> Dick till the end. Joanna. I kind of had a thing for Mr. Peanut. To be surrounded by cops, essentially. Really, it's like a life of ambition. <laughs> Mike. The human autocorrect. If I did it all of the time I wanted to, no one would be friends with me. <laughs> they may not always get along. You were only a dick because you called me a douche. You're, you, you were a douche, but that's the point. I wasn't a dick. You actually were a douche. But at least they're professional. Now we have to do it again. Get my phone off. It's crazy. Random happenstance. You're going bionic arms and legs. Bionic arms and legs. I'm You're going, going bionic, bionic hair. Totally a guy girl thing. <laughs> Subscribe to Crazy Random Happenstance by searching CRH in iTunes or Stitcher or go to CRHpodcast.com. You're going back to Arkham, Joker. <laughs> oh, that's fine by me, Bats. At least there I get to listen to the Jack of All Nerds show on Chaotic Radio, Sundays from 8 to 10 p.m. The Jack of All Nerds, Sundays from 8 to 10 p.m. That's what I just said, Bats. Try to keep up, will you? That's the show where they talk about comics, movies, gaming, sci-fi, fantasy, comedy, pop culture, and a number of other things. Exactly! And it's hilarious! I know, right? I mean, uh... Why, Batbrain, are you a fan? Oh, Batsy, we have something in common. <gasps> Looks like it could be love. <laughs> Shut up, Joker. Let's go listen to it together, Bats. This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.